What's good, Anchor family? This is another edition of the Jarrah Podcast starring Nikki Florence. And let's give a little update before we get into today's podcast. Um, I have not recorded in a couple of weeks. Honestly, I've been working a lot extra lately, and it's just been go to sleep, go to work, go to sleep, go to work for me. So um, I'm recording this now because I promised you guys I would do an Avengers Endgame uh, money uh, review. I gave I gave my spoiler free review. Then I also gave my spoiler review. Then I also said that um, I would be giving you guys their network, how I did for Shazam and uh, Hellboy. So let's go with the reviews first. Um, excuse me, I'm eating in the current process of doing it. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 95 percent. That's considered fresh. Um, Den of Geek four out of five. And Metacritic, 78%. All good ratings. Let's look at some of these reviews. Uh, Variety put uh, said, If Infinity War was billed as a must-see event for all moviegoers, whether or not they'd attended a single, mar- a single Marvel movie uh, prior, then Endgame is the ultimate fan service follow-up. I can say that I agree with... Uh, Peter Dubridge from Variety because I have seen literally every Avengers movie, every Marvel movie since this whole East MCU thing got started and it is a ultimate fan service it really is, it was for every MCU fan like Die Hard from Iron Man 1 all the way back in 08 to now excuse me this is a culmination of this movie um, let's see Rolling Stone said, don't expect a typical happy ending. Just prepare to be uh, wild. I thought I I was about to say, whoa. Prepare to be wild. Yeah, the ending is, it's happy, but it's also like, how do I explain it? For somebody who hasn't seen it, which has been out for almost, which has been out for about a month now. For a person that has not seen a single MCU movie, Prior to this one, the ending of Endgame would be happy and not nostalgic, but happy and sad at at the same time. That's for one. For two, it's traumatic for a point. It's traumatic after, once you know that this is the end of the movie, this is rounding up to the end of the movie, it gets really jam-packed, it gets really like... Now my adrenaline is high because I don't know who's about to get shot at, who's about to get a fatal blow. It's heart-wrenching and it's basically traumatizing. But, um, yeah, I would be prepared to be wild. Uh, Peter Travers from Rolling Stone wrote that. Helen O'Hara from Empire, she wrote a victory lap that moonwalks through the best part of the MCU back catalog and emphasizes emotion as much as action this is an intensely satisfying piece of blockbuster filmmaking she gave it a 5 out of 5 uh, Peter Travers from Old Stone gave it a 4 out of 5 and Peter uh, Durbage didn't give a rating but um honestly all these reviews at least as far as the good ones I agree with like there's nothing bad about this movie except for certain key moments and it was like 
Hulk didn't really do nothing. He's Professor Hulk. We would expect Professor Hulk to do damage given the fact that he got bitched out in Infinity War. But given the fact that that wasn't Professor Hulk and that was regular Hulk, you would think that Hulk and Bruce Banner would, would come to an agreement. Like, look, if we can find Th uh, Thanos, I gotta, we gotta have a round two. But we never did. We never got a round two. And Hulk's arm got badly injured to the point where um, he can't use it anymore because his arm is way small. Like, snapping head, well, snapping that uh, gauntlet really fucked uh, Hulk up. And I don't think his natural healing factor when he is the Hulk is going to repair his arm. It might, and it might take a long time, sail by sail, but I doubt it. But, uh, yeah. So, all good reviews. I agree with, mo I agree with all of the... Uh, Really, really good reviews. Let's look at the network. Let's see. There we go. Popular. You know, I will say this though. Uh, in game is tied with. They are tied with um, Avatar for for most movie for the most movie ever made. I will say that. And now it's taking me forever to find it. For all the other movies I found it like I can't find this. Junior made 300 million off of the movie. Scarlett Johansson made 100 to 150 million. Chris Evans made Chris, not Chris Evans, Chris Helmsworth made 90. Which, uh, Chris Evans made 50. He had the better part of the movie. I would expect him to at least make more than that. Jeremy Renner made 50. Don Cheadle made 35. Even though Don Cheadle was barely in the movie. Mark Ruffalo made 30. Everybody made pretty much around the same. Yeah. We're not going to go all the way into it. But, uh, yeah. But everybody pretty much made a lot of money into this movie. No, I'm not looking for in game. I'm not looking for their, the cast is not worth. I'm looking for the movie itself. Okay. Uh, let's see. Honestly, everybody's just talking about how Avengers might overdo um, Avatar. Um, after three weeks in domestic release, Avengers Endgame has now earned $745 million. That puts it in a position to hit uh, number two uh, arbitrary domestic milestones this weekend. First, it'll probably pass the initial 2009-2010 uh, theatrical total events. Cameron's Avatar, $749 million. That 
there is no one specific. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Currently, there is a countdown for Avengers to be at 10 billion. Avengers Endgame box office countdown to 10 billion. Avengers Endgame is currently tearing up, tearing up theaters with audiences around the world did whatever it takes to get the film all the way to 1 billion worldwide in just 5 days and 2 billion in 12. So they are really trying to like throw this movie into the 3 billion range which I do believe Avatar is like two something billion. So the fans of these these MCU fans, including myself, are throwing this thing up in the air and hoping that it hits the three billion mark. Uh, I love you, three billion. Oh, that's funny. They made a uh, joke about how in the movie, if you have seen the movie. It's a quote that everybody's starting to use. Uh, when Tony Stark was looking at his daughter, and his daughter, before she went to bed, said, I love you, and Tony said, I, I love you 3,000. That was honestly the best quote of the movie. Because after that, everybody started using it like as a quote and using it. And like, it was a, it's a, honestly one of Robert Downey, excuse me, it's one of Robert Downey Jr.'s best in any MCU movie he's been in. In anyone. So. Okay, as of May 10th. Uh, it was $660 million, Domestically, $1.66 billion. Internationally, billion. Uh, Second highest grossing film of all time worldwide, 3.2 billion. Second highest grossing film of all time internationally, 1.66 billion. Fifth highest grossing film of all time domestically, 656 million. So it is just. mm. Okay, so yeah, as of May 10th, which was what? uh, Last week, almost going two weeks ago. This is the second highest movie. It is almost at three billion, which will eclipse Avatar as the number one best-selling movie in the world. So we gonna hope that Avengers makes it to the three billion mark, and we will celebrate. I don't know how. <laughs> For my listeners, I don't know how we're gonna celebrate it reaching three billion because I love the movie. Matter of fact, if it reaches three billion, I'll just go see it again. That's heart-wrenching as that is i already know what happens i already know the story so i can handle it versus seeing it for the first time being in tears now let's just talk about something real quick i hate people who have not seen the movie and they go around people that have been a part of the mcu before and they always make fun of the people who are diehard fans of the mcu I sat next to two people when this movie first, the night before the movie came out. I bought tickets the night before the movie came out. The theater was packed, let me mind you. And I sat next to two dudes. 
I was with my mother. She she seen some of the movies. She ain't seen all of them. I seen. I went over with my mother. Yeah. Sent us two different. Sent two guys. They clearly had not seen the movies like that, or have all seen the movies. They just heard that this was a bomb movie, so they went all through the movie. They was talking. They was making fun of other people who were fans of the movie, who were giving their applause and everything else to the movie. They they annoyed the hell out of me. And I was sitting right next to him. I'm crying because I'm seeing Scarlet Witch use her powers. Because clearly while she was trapped in the Soul Stone, she'd been practicing. And was horrendously pissed off at Thanos. Peter Parker came back. He used Instant Kill. Clearly he'd been studying with Homegirl like in his suit. Like It was an amazing thrill of a movie. All at the big battle. And these two motherfuckers was just talking and kicking at everybody else, laughing about what we was doing to the movie. They acting like it's not a big spectacle like of a movie and shit. And I wanted to say something. After they left, after the movie was over and that classic sound at the end of uh, Endgame was Tony hammering on a piece of metal from the first movie. It, it was the sound of Tony hammering metal like in the first movie. Um... They wanted to make a. They wanted to start a slow clap. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you talk shit throughout the movie. You laugh at everybody else who has, who has invested their, who has invested what 11 years of their lives into these films, which they really didn't have to. And you gonna laugh at other people about the shit? First of all, fuck you two. Secondly. If you didn't give a shit about the movie, you could have went and saw other movies that night. There were other movies that I am sure had no patrons like that. But you come to one of the biggest movies of the year and laugh at people. That shit pissed. I enjoyed the movie, but I also had to hear these two niggas because they were black, but they were being niggas. So I'm going to call them niggas. These two were laughing, making a mockery of other people's like. I couldn't really get my emotion out because I didn't want to be talked to because then I'm going to have a problem and then knowing me, I'm going to get an attitude and I'm going to really fuck that movie up for everybody when when I start fucking yelling and cussing while an important shit is happening. While everybody sat in the movie and sat behind me, I'm cussing to grunt two people out about why the fuck they in the movie theater like they don't give a shit about the movie. But that's besides the point. The movie is amazing. It really is. Um... Go see it if you haven't already. Go see it again. Just help it make $3 billion. And we gonna hope that Spider-Man Far From Home is a good movie. Because when they introduced the multiverse, that means that they might try and get Tony Stark back in it. Because there's multiverses. There's there's a multiverse in DC, MC. There's multiverses in DC and Marvel. So... That means that there's a different uh, Iron Man in another universe. Meaning, they might try and get Robert Downey Jr. back, but he did so good at the end of Endgame, it's hard for me to see him come back again as, in, as Iron Man. He had a good farewell. He had a good uh, send-off. So I don't think he's going to come back. But hopefully the girl in the comic books, Riri, whatever her last name is, uh comes out of the multiverse if they do um explore in the future in future films she becomes the new spider-man not the new spider-man i'm sorry the new uh iron man 
Or maybe Tony's daughter like in the movie might become Iron Man. Hell, Pepper got suits. Maybe she could come Iron Man for like a while until his daughter's ready. But um, I got high hopes for the future MCU films, especially Spider-Man Far From Home. I definitely will be pre-ordering the ticket to go see that. Uh, I am also going to get a ticket to see Godzilla King of Monsters on the 31st of May because I saw the trailer. I was intensely excited. I mean, they got all of, not all of, but they got Godzilla's main like enemies, Mothra, Rodan, uh, King Ghidorah. Mothra, if I didn't say that already. I didn't see Godzilla. I, I mean, I saw Godzilla, duh. But I didn't see King Kong, because King Kong was one of uh, Godzilla's enemies. But he wasn't, like, his well-known. But they did tussle a couple times off that tussle. I'm too young to say tussle. But that's not the point. Uh, yeah. Go see Avengers Endgame. Get that joint up to $3 billion. And when I go see uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, I will definitely do a, a review, and we will also check their net, check their net worth after a week or two um, that has been out. So this has been a JR Podcast, or me, Keith Florence. Uh, I will see you guys again with another episode.